to the Irish Arsenal Governor Podcast. It's Sunday the 26th of February. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Giles. I'm joined by my weekly guests and seasoned contributors. Um, Martin, how are you? Good evening. Not too bad after a lovely day yesterday. Sporting the 92-94 away jersey. <laughs> yes, <there> we are. <laughs> a young Alex Manninger there. <laughs> Our Stefan Moss. <laughs> Uh, our UK based owner Ozzy, thanks for joining us again. How are you, Pop? Good evening. Good oh, good night. Um, a big shout out to who's your daddy, Ozzy? How is he? <laughs> Another shout out to him. Don't you get me getting uh, I was looking back on the show from Monday and I had a good giggle at that when you brought in <laughs> at the end of the show. <laughs> um, and the return of the Mac, Eamon Donnelly himself. How are you, Pop? <laughs> Evening, Jonathan. Uh, doing this on a Sunday night, there. I'm just back from evening master. Uh, I was going to settle down and watch Morphy's Micro Quism and Glen Rowe, but uh, the younger folk, uh, they watch both of these guys. Hey, uh, you're right, Elmo. How was your man? Yeah. <laughs> Bit of niche there. Uh, now we're going. I'm not, I'm not long back from them. Um, I, stayed, I stayed in Birmingham. Um, oh. I went, went to Leicester yesterday. And uh, the one thing I noticed about Birmingham was that. Even the lifts speaking, Brummy. Going up. <laughs> the lifts in the, the Holiday Inn Express coming down. Going up. At least you just stayed once in West Bromwich, mate. I go boing boing. <laughs> yeah, boing boing. I, uh, like, <laughs> I'd like to give um, Eamon's best friend on this over the last few weeks, Ken Barlow, a shout out. Uh, how was the Knicker Factory party? <laughs> uh, has, he, has, he, has he been on again, has he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, he left a nice comment there on Monday show. <laughs> okay. um, oh, I think uh, our US friend Brian is still figuring out who, who the hell is seriously. He's sucking it bad, oh. He's on season three. He's on season three of 524. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says he spends hours looking it up. Anyway, good evening, everybody. How are we doing? All right. Good evening. Yeah, uh, it's good to have um, it's good to have you back on, lads. Um, of course, um, you can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel as always, and on Instagram and other social media outlets as well. Um, Martin uh, adds daily content to um, our Instagram and Dublin Arts uh, website page. So thanks to him as always. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, clubgolf.co.uk. Uh, use Dub Arsenal 10 for a 10% discount. And catch on our matches through the season and um, do official supporters bar in the city, Dublin City Centre, the River Bar. And it's been rocking over the last few weeks. Um, we had good stats from Monday show and a big shout out to... Uh, Pat McLaughlin from JoeSarsal.com. Thanks for mentioning us week in, week out. Um, our friends are from over there. Um, 2,066 views from uh, Monday show. Uh, nine likes. And Martin, we're up to 2,850. Yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we're scratching under 3,000, so which is hopefully we get to there. And also, like, um, just as Arsenal vids are nearly under 1,000 mags, so, like, that's what we're setting out to do. So, hopefully... But next week they're gonna make their one K mark as well, and and fair play to them for 
for, for sharing this link. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't get all the views what we get at the moment. But yeah, it's all good at the moment. And we yes. even have like Indian gooners who are following us now. And yeah. if you're watching the show, they probably don't know who Deidre is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, Eamon wants to put on an accent from Chennai, India. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Correcting <laughs> Deidre. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I didn't mean to get a little bit of that. Oh, it was your dad. again. Next step, we got to go into the short. We had no views in the whole of the seasons put together. <laughs> uh, check out her. <laughs> Thank you, their sister show, uh, Martin's Beyond the Last Man. Uh, there, will there be a show this week, Martin Wilder? There will be, yeah. Like I was in, in, in contact with, uh, I think, from, from just Arsenal, from the women's podcast, and we hopefully we're going to get one on Thursday. I know it's going to coincide with the, the Everton review, but, like, um, yes. yeah, we just we have to do one because, unfortunately, they lost today 2-0 uh, again. But, yeah, hopefully, like, the, by next week, they can turn it around and... And get a, a win against Chelsea. It's a tough game today, but yeah, unfortunately, it didn't didn't happen. But so yeah, we have to do a bit of a show, and that's going to be probably going out on Thursday night. Yeah, Jonathan is speechless about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen here, but yeah. I say I appreciate okay. Martin for now. Philip. Yeah, like I probably have to fill in. Yeah, but it's just gonna yeah. just can you hear us? Oh, hello, Jonathan. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I can hear you. I can yeah, hear you, Johnny. Can you hear me? We can hear you, Johnny. No, we, can hear you. Yeah, we, can. Yeah. we can see you, but um, it's okay. Um, we'll be reviewing our one in a way. <laughs> we'll be reviewing our one in a way success against Leicester yesterday. Uh, going through our March fixture list as well. Um, chatting about our Sporting Lisbon um, two-legged affair uh, coming up next month as well and the last 16 of the Europa League. Clearing goal of the month for February as well. And, um, our, of course, a preview of the Everton game this Wednesday night. And um, it's tribute to um, the late John Motson, yeah. um, BBC commentator. Um that old smoothie he used to call any McCoy's in the FIFA games. It's <laughs> um, uh, a sad passing. Yeah, there's a show tonight on BBC One at 10 past 11, The Man Behind the Sheepskin. Uh, so that should be a good watch straight after match of the day. Um, we get to our... Um, yeah, um, I know Eamon has a sheepskin out now in the next few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So frustrating, man. I paid too much for that sheepskin. I was fleeced. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I don't want to throw the pen. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, well, yesterday's one in a way success. That was Martinetti got the winning goal, as we all know. Uh, that was Mikel Arteta's 200th Premier League goal uh, as Arsenal manager. Um, so that's that, that was just that only summoned across there uh, this evening. So that's amazing in, in less than what three three and a bit years. Um, other main talking points was that obviously the Trossard disallowed goal for Ben White tugging on Danny Ward's hand, which I thought was a bit 
Given really as a goal, and you know, really, but um, Dan Dester had a, just a little goal for offside, Ian Acho. Um, Santango had a good shot as well in the second half, though, as well, saved by Danny Ward. But I thought Gabrielle Martinelli took his goal really well. Um, a good away win leaves us two points, uh, clear of City. I know Eamon was at the game yesterday. How did you see it from your, your viewing point, Eamon? Well, okay, well. I- the, 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 first, the first thing I'd say is that I admire Leicester and Brendan Rodgers. They normally have a go. And uh, I think it's, it's a kind of a commentary on how far we've come, the way they set up at home against us, you know? Um, yeah. They were, they were afraid of They gave us the entire pitch, um, and it was amazing to watch how good Jorginho actually was. He absolutely dictated the game in a Cesc Fabregas type of way, dictated the game. Now, I know we had space and all that, but even in tight spaces. But the one thing I saw from Jorginho that you wouldn't see on the TV is how much he controls other players into spaces. It was an incredible thing to watch. We've got a real winner there on our hands. So a few weeks ago, um, there was people in meltdown that we didn't pay 80 million quid for some kid from Brighton who could be brilliant. And we spent 12 million on this guy, you know, and or whatever we spent on him. I think it was 12-ish or whatever. Yeah, it was about um, 12 million. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you what, we have, we, we, that, that was a serious signing, right? Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, we, we don't, I think Jorginho, as I said, he really looks like an Arsenal player. He really does, you know. Um, the Trossard goal, oh my God. I, 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 I've got to the stage now where I'm afraid to celebrate a goal because yeah. the celebrations in, in, in a very boisterous, unfriendly, boisterous away end, the celebrations were right up there, you know, and then all of a sudden you get this check. Now, technically, Ben White fouled Ward. But if you're going to blow that, there will never be a corner kick. There will never be a free kick. Anything that comes into the box, there's a foul everywhere. A tug on a short, a push on a player. So you can give, take a lottery, heads or harps, or as they say in, uh, in, in your area, Carl, heads or tails, right? Heads or harps, right? <laughs> so, you know, heads or harps. Free hours. I'm sick of it. Now, who's to blame for that? I actually think I don't think um, the referee was to blame for so much because once he's called over, it's almost as if if a referee is called over to look at a VAR screen, we all know the result. So what's the point? You know? Yeah. He had a look at it. Then he said there was holding. Blah blah blah. It's getting like American football. Flagged down. Um, I think the VAR are responsible for that. I think the Saka penalty incident apparently wasn't reviewed. It was a clear penalty. Yeah. It was an absolutely clear penalty. So VAR is in an absolute mess at the moment. It yeah. is an absolute mess. Uh, if Martinelli hadn't scored that goal, 
and we were getting another apology three weeks later, it would have been an absolute disaster, right? Yeah. Thankfully, uh, Martinelli did score a goal, and it was the result of a very brave decision by Arteta to play interchange. The interchange between Martinelli and Trossard was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And the goal came from that, where Trossard went out to the left. Beautiful ball in, great finish by Martinelli. Um, I think Gabriel and Saliba, although Leicester didn't put on much pressure, they were right on top of their game because we were we were kind of on the front foot the whole time. And I'm delighted that they had a shovel match at the end of the game because that speaks to me. That'd be like Adams and Bald. Yeah. You know, that's that, that, that spoke to me. Is that, we're in pursuit of excellence here. You didn't do what I asked you to do, or vice versa. You know, I like that. I really do. I actually thought Gabriel was immense yesterday. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, um, I think it was a beautiful touch that Zinchenko was captain. And there was a lot of Ukraine flags in. Um, on the one-year anniversary of the invasion, Zinchenko himself was really, really good. And the last thing I'd say is the away support was just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. We drowned out the entire stadium. Yeah, and it was like a home game. Ars blog um, um, this morning, um, I had a read of it, um, and he was saying that whatever whatever channel he was watching on, um, it was so apparent, the noise of the away support. So um, we didn't actually have to do too much to win that game. And you know yourself, the last three or four minutes, they could get a waxy goal. But it didn't happen. We were totally on top. We didn't even have to extend ourselves. Um, it was a 7 out of 10 performance, and that's all it had to be against a team who totally feared what we were going to do to them. Yeah, um, and Aaron Ramsey didn't have a save to make it on in the game, you know, which was mad. That hasn't happened in a long while. But, um, well, yeah. Madison wasn't playing. I, I think if Madison had been playing, he would at least have had two shots. That would have been yeah. on target, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, set piece wise, yeah, sure enough, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought we we done really well, and, and as you said, Eamon, um, Jorginho has really filled in well for Party, who's been out, but you know, he's done a job, you know, he's done a job for what we got him in for, you know. Um, before you go on, though, Jonathan, I just want to kind of say when you're at the game, you actually realize what a player he is. Yeah, you know yeah. his constant movement into the spaces and telling people where to go. Yeah, he, he's he's a general that guy. He is, you know. Yeah, he might not have the physicality that needed sometimes, but I tell you what, he knows the game of football. He's very much like Arteta, actually. <laughs> he's got you know? that slick, yeah. that slicker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <coughs> no, he has. He's, no, but I mean, no, and Arteta was that type of player. He, you know. Before I come to Aussie, there was a point in the first half, I think it was, and he, he was giving instructions out to Gabrielle and Saliba, you know, to get the ball up as quick, you know, like he's, he points things out, you know, and he seemed there is a bit of a leader, all right, in a moment, yeah. Um, Aussie, how did you see the match yesterday? Good away win? Yeah, crack, cracking away win. I don't, I don't oh, know sorry, by the way, Aussie, you were spot on. 
Well, your prediction. Another prediction. Another <laughs> prediction. Some more money one in the pot. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, I don't know how it felt for Eamon when he was there, but it, for me, it, was, it it felt quite a relaxing one nil. Um, I didn't feel as on edge as I did at previous game. Like you know, would have been there or any, any other sort of one nil we played like that. So, and the fact like you've already said, Johnny, that they had zero shots on target just sort of summed the game up really. I thought we controlled the game. I thought in possession we was fantastic. We looked solid throughout the, the whole the whole pitch. Um, and we said on the last last pod we just wanted to switch things up a bit, and I think that's exactly what he did. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think the Trossard played him in a position he did just added a new dimension to it and it, it almost like it brought more players into the game because um, he, he, you know the way he comes and collects the ball yeah. um, holds it up and, and brings other players in um, it seems to be when Trossard's on the pitch as well a less of a reliance on Saka to do something as well which I think helps um, because I think at times there's been a few games this season where we just constantly relied on Saka picking up and doing something special, which he's, he's very capable of doing, but he, he can't do it all the time. So I think just having Trossard um, in that position, he just like like, like Damon's already said about the, the inter-switching between Martinelli and Trossard is just fantastic. And I think he just brought something different to the game. And, and again, we talk about Jorginho as a signing, and then you've got to look at Trossard. I think it's been a really successful window. Yeah. Like they're two solid, solid, solid okay. signings, yeah. and they've cost us next to nothing, really, in a, in, in a transfer window, which was actually balmy, wasn't it, in terms of figures going around. So, so yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I just sort of noticed. I felt the defence was just if talking through the pitch. Ramsdale did nothing to do. The defence was solid. They they done it. They dealt with everything they needed to. Didn't give them a sniff. And then and then again, I think midfield, like you say, that midfield, it just felt like the battle was won there really. And just um, you know, with um, with, with the, the you know that that controlling midfield, uh, Xhaka, um, Zinchenko popping in there now and again as well. Um, fantastic, yeah. We just controlled the midfield, and 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 yeah. And the only, I say, the only gutting thing for me was a few referees' decisions. Like I say, it didn't affect the game in the end, but um, you know, but, but I could deny Trossard of a hell of a goal. But um, I thought Xhaka played better as well. I don't know what Eamon, what you thought being there. He looked like he had a better game because he started to drop off a couple of games. I think he was tiredness more than anything. Uh, Granite Jagger. Yeah. Oh no, he 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 was really good. He was yeah, really. He, looked, good. he came yeah. across really good on TV as well. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, so, so yeah. So, um, yeah. I just said, you know, simple one nil, one nil win. Like I said, like Amy said, seven out of ten performance. But that's how you know. I think we're our away form's fantastic, um, and we just need to keep it up now, don't we? And make sure we get yeah. every game's a big game at the moment. But just make sure we don't slip up in the next two home games. And it's been a good, it's been a, been a good period for us again, isn't it? We're getting out of that, um, getting out of that yeah. rut. Yeah. Um... That was our tenth away win this season, and the most has been in the 0102 season 14. So we're homing in on that now, as well, which is um, which is nice to see winning your away games. Um, Martin, were you in the River Bar for this one yesterday? Good way. I, I was in the River Bar, and like as as ever now, like you know, the River Bar was packed to the to the rafters. You know, it's hard to get a seat now when you come in late. Um, <laughs> so which is which is good to see, and the atmosphere was great, and and you know, like. Uh, yeah, it was one of these games, like, sometimes, you know, we weren't on edge, like, we were in the Villa game, because there wasn't that many goals, like, we didn't have to come from behind, but, yeah, it, it was a good game, and coming back to that that amazing goal, like, you know, when, when Trost had scored, I just think, if the goal would have been scored 
when that would have happened that he Ben White was holding the goalkeeper and in, immediately we would have scored a goal. I would have understood it. But he was basically he wasn't fouled. He was just held back. That's that's basically what happened. And then the keeper was like free, and like then the goal he would have no, no chance if he. Well, he was he was a free keeper, so I don't understand why it was disallowed. But yeah, this this VAR thing is going on and on and on, and it's a bit annoying now because I don't know. Like in the stadium, I don't think you can actually see what they're actually looking at, which is even more annoying because at least we've seen it on the screen in the river bar, and we kind of seen yeah, like okay, it was held. Like you, no, you we can understand it. Exactly, yeah. It was the same in Brentford, like when when Tony scored. Like you know, he's sitting there for four minutes with a blank screen, and I think this is the first thing they have to change. They have to put this on the screen so people actually can see what are they actually looking at. So otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. So you're just sitting there like and have no idea. And I think that's the biggest problem of VAR. Um, but look, as as I said, like we 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 won the one nil, and if we wouldn't, and we would have got an excuse, it would have been really terrible again. But like yeah, Saka's penalty, we didn't see much of it because they didn't even show that on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was one replay, and we we just really didn't know. And and till now, like I, I, I'm not quite sure what it was. And I don't even know the 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 second one, the offside goal of uh, Martinelli, what Saka scored. They didn't draw lines on the either. No, so, Martinelli was offside. He was yeah, offside. But again, like you, yeah. they they didn't show that they actually put lines down. So like again, look, it's it was it looked offside, but there was no no cohesion in in what they're doing. So. In the end of it, like we we won one nil, I think it was was a a really clinical game for us. Um, we control the thing. Sometimes I just wish that we just don't always try to score the perfect goal. Just try to do something like you know shoot in some way because like that's what Trossard did, and we can shoot, we can we can score from outside. We don't always have to pass the ball into the goal. Um, but beside that, like yeah, it's 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 a really really good game. Um, and yeah, Sinchenko, like my God, where does he play? I think the heat map of him was again was the whole pitch. <laughs> he's just everywhere, isn't it, that young fella? And and he's just like incredible player. And yeah, no, no. Let let's hope we can we can replicate that now against Everton. I think we have to get a bit of revenge on them. And then yeah, it's a few games there now. Like you know, we we can actually. It's only six. It's only six away games left. Um, so we have to win four of them to to beat their record. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's great to get to uh, tend um, away win on the on the board this season, yeah. Well, one hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. As we said um on the podcast on Monday, it was always going to be a tight game. Aussie called yeah. it again, um, one nil, um, and I think it well deserves one nil away win as well. Um and you can see Jesus be a welcome addition. To come back, oh, you know, yeah. we're just lacking a bit of firepower, aren't we? Because we've used Mart- Martinelli second and Ketty a lot now, you know, and you can see he just needs to freshen it up yeah. a bit, maybe. Yeah. What's What's good to see though that Enketi got a bit of a break because that young fella, like, is 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 you know, like he, yeah. he was since after the World Cup, basically he started every game and nearly played every game. Yeah. He was never taken off, so I think it's good for him to think, and it was great when he came on. I think he, he showed a bit yeah, of speed. Yeah, he was excellent well, when he came on, Martin. Yeah. He came Ex- on, you know? exactly. Yeah, and. I think yeah. you just need look at, and that's why we got the backups. That's what we think. And again, it just shows like the last three transfer windows really kind of proven that like whatever we buy, there is some thought behind it. There's no panic buys. There's no thing. Like just just imagine like Party wasn't playing, and we would have got that guy from from Brighton on. Would he be the same figure like you know like uh, like uh, Jorginho? No, might have been so. a very very no. good player, but no. he would never yeah. be ever be uh, like I would feel much more uncomfortable. With him in the team than Jorginho, 
And like yeah. after the three, four games he's played now, you can really see like what we bought is that it absolutely makes sense. And this is exactly where the structure is working. And it was great to see. Yeah. I have to say, a shout out as well from the Liverpool Palace game last night. Sambi Lacombe, he played really well in the centre yeah. midfield last night. He's, yeah. Vieira has, I, I've noticed over the last couple, few games with him, whatever Vieira is doing with him in training, he's more, looks more confident looking out, getting on the ball, doesn't he? It's he just really needs to run. That, he just needs to run. Yeah. That's what that's what the loans are for, like you know, and yeah. it's the same with, with Tavares, you know, like playing for yeah. for say, like you know, they're just scoring goals and they're they're getting more confident. And if you can get them back yeah. and then get some re, like a result like Saliba, you know, like that's exactly what we want, you know. And then we're looking okay, looking way ahead for that. But um yeah, there's a strong team in the making, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um yeah, the, uh, Martinelli's goal, of course, was the 200 Premier League goal under Arteta. I'd probably yes. um, give man of the match to Jorginho. I thought he played really well yesterday. Um, Eamon, who was your man of the match from yesterday? Well, Jorginho all day. He, uh, he just controlled the game. And from where I was watching, um, yeah, not only not only running into spaces and doing stuff and cajoling people, but every pass, bar one, found the player. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was he was brilliant. Yeah, no, Jorginho for me, uh, hands down. Hands down you know, yeah, yeah. more than <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna give it to Ramsdale. Yeah, <laughs> for the best spectator in the stadium. Why let that one go wide? Yeah, that covered. Yeah, that covered. It takes a lot of skills, especially when you're nearly falling asleep. It was interesting. It was interesting to hear Brendan Rodgers' comments, though. You know, he was saying that we wanted to be really aggressive. We wanted to be on the front foot. And what he said was, they're just at a different technical level than us. Yeah. Pretty interesting comment, you know. Yeah. It's refreshing to say that, especially in the in the yeah in the first fifteen minutes. My God, them passes—they were just like <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. They stuck to their feet, you know, like and it was just. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes we just don't make enough out of it. That's that's the kind of like the only criticism about it. You know, we really dominating that game, and I think in the first four twenty minutes, like you know, like the amount of passes we had, and unfortunately, the goal was disallowed because that would have been the the cherry yeah. on that kind of like play. But um, yeah, sometimes you just w- wish that we we would actually get more chances, or like not more chances, but more goals out of that. Because if we would have scored an early goal, we could have won that three four nil. You know, but look, it didn't happen. We're happy about it. Just, just one quick shout out to Leicester City themselves. At least they didn't dig up the pitch and put holes in it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. At least we were able yeah. to play. Actually. Unlike what happened at Goodison, you know, which I, I still have a problem with. You know. Yeah. I thought the assist from Trossard to Martinelli, the just the deaf pass as you know to him, and the way he finished it was really, really work well work goal. Yeah, um, your match match, Ozzy, from yesterday. I'm gonna go a bit different. I'm gonna go with Gabriel at the back. I just thought he's a warrior, and and I think he he put the calmness into the midfield. And 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 Jorginho was the obvious. You know, in my notes, I had Jorginho, Gabriel, but I'm gonna go with Gabriel because <laughs> I'm hedging a bit better there. But no, I thought I just thought he was solid. I thought he was a warrior. I thought he was brilliant. I thought it was one yeah. of his best performances of the season. In, in was it? Yeah. yeah. And the way he was shouting at players as well, yeah. as Eamon said, it was particularly to Saliba, yeah. Um, it's refreshing to see there's a there's a hunger and a passion there, you know, they're really wearing the, well, the, the fact, jersey, the fact, you know. 
Um, you know, one of the things that tipped him over the edge for me, man of the match, was I got zero shots on target. And that's yeah. Really yeah. Defense, that's, that's a lot of Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, you're breaking yeah. up, John. Under the match, Um. Yeah, well, obviously, between Jorginho and Gabriel, like, they play team. But I actually give it to uh, Trossard. Because I think, like, hold the way on, he's playing hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Yeah. And you were giving him the trusser. Now, how does that work? <laughs> Why? It can't be between two people and you give it to somebody else. No, like I said, like, as you said, like, Gabriel and, and, <laughs> and Jorginho, so I'm, giving it, I'm giving it to Trossard. The reason for it is because the goal he scored would have been an absolute belter. And I loved yeah. his tweet. I don't know if anybody's seen that. Like, what a game. What a G. Oh, sorry. Assist. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, thing. And and that's kind of just like the, look, at, they all play. Like, it's it's actually great now that we're actually struggling to find a man of the match for every game we, they play. Because they're all playing in, in such a great fashion, you yeah. know. Like, and it's it's good to see that nobody's just standing out. Um, but, yeah, like, it's, it, for me, like, it could have been any of them. But, like, I give it to, uh, to, uh, to Trusted because just that goal would have deserved to be a goal. Just on the Trossard goal, Martin, where, where the away fans are at Leicester, as soon as it, as he stepped inside, you could actually see a big gap in the goal because yeah. directly in line behind it. And the way he hit it, as soon as it left his foot, I'm saying to myself, that's in the onion sack, baby. You know, that's gone. That is yeah. gone, yeah. He uh, was a brilliant, brilliant strike, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, it's a good yeah. shout, mate. What I say with Trossard, you know, he gives us a plan B, though, doesn't he? He does give us a plan B to what yeah. we're used to the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. Like I say, those new dimensions he opens up. And then when you've got Gabriel Jesus coming back as well, that's going to be the plan. You know, you've got A, B and C there because Trossard's been working on that that forward role in the last couple. You can see it over the... If you look at the Brentford game and stuff like that, he's been trying to play in that interchange with Martinelli. I think it's a really good option. It just, mm. I don't yeah. think they were ready for that. I don't think they were expecting that. I really no. don't. Think, but yeah, I think it's good. Getting options yeah. now, aren't we? That was my. Um, that was going to be my goal of the month for February. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, no. That, there's a special one coming for the month of February. I tell you that. <laughs> I know mine as well. I said it last week. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, gone again. <laughs> um, on. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah. 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 Yeah, that was better. Um, so uh, that that win on Saturday leaves us top of course with fifty seven points, with City directly behind us on um fifty five after their four one away win against Bournemouth. Um and which brings us on to um this Wednesday's game against uh Everton again. Uh Everton are 18th now with 21 points. Uh, two, it's two wins and two defeats for Sean Dyche at the moment. Um, <laughs> revenge will be sweet <laughs> on Wednesday. It's not on the telly, unfortunately. I don't think. Um, will there be a link for it? Um, it's been somewhere on the telly in the world, so we ho- we hopefully should have it on telly somewhere. <laughs> um, it's 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 strange that it's not on the television because it's the only game. <laughs> like, so I don't understand why not not even Amazon or anything could get that rights. But yeah, but yeah, we, we're gonna we're gonna find a link for it hopefully. I think when it was penciled in in September, yeah. there was no TV. 
it wasn't down for TV and they have to stick to that, unfortunately, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, Sean Dyche's teams are very tough, aren't they? You know, it'd be another tough one, like, uh, at Goodison Park. I'd probably go for a 2-0 win myself. I think we'll have too much for them at home. I think we'll break them down, but it's going to be, the first goal is going to be a big one, I think, in this game. Um, how do you see it going, Eamon? Well, if it's not on TV, I might watch it on the wireless. George <laughs> to Radford to <laughs> Kennedy. Uh, all strong. Um, <laughs> Sounded like pain. Are you listening? I'm going to ask a question about everything. Why didn't they kick Aston Villa yesterday? Why did they kick those? And that's the question I'd ask Sean Deutsch. So Sean Deutsch is going to have one plan, and that's to defend as deeply as possible and to try and kick us off the park, right? And my mind goes back to a game. The season Burnley got relegated, and we couldn't score against them. We drew nil nil at home. Yeah. yeah? Uh, last 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 January, I think it was, and um, that's my worry about it. That they'll just sit in deep, kick us off. I don't, I don't see any other game pattern. And if we score, if we score against them, we beat them easy. But if we don't score against them, you know. So, um, I, 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 you'd, you'd like to think that we could win the game two 0 If Aston Villa can go there, yeah. and Aston Villa holds all over the defence as we saw last week. Right, if they can go there and win two 0 and um, well then certainly, you know, look, I I hate saying Arsenal will win because I'm a bloody Jonah, um, but look, I'm going for two 0 win like yourself, Jonathan. No. Yeah, it's the most reasonable score. Yeah, I'm down to do it. Game Gunnery. Um, Martin, how do you see the game going? Yeah, look, I, I, I thought we never should have lost against Everton away, like, you know, so unfortunately we did. They had circumstances, whatever we can control. Um, it was a tough match, but I, I, I think now it's kind of settled, you know, like the, the managing effect is gone. And if we, if we can play like we did now in the last two games and we play at home, I think at home we are really strong. Um, you know, you can't see past a, a win. But like, it's going to be like like any other game is going to come up now. It's going to be a tough game. Um, but yeah, if you can score early, I think it could be a 2-0, a 3-0, you know. But um, look, I take three points with a 1-0. So I don't want to, I don't want to think. I just hope we don't concede again because I think that that can be a, like a, a really, really, um, depending on when we concede, obviously. But, um, but for me, if you score early, we have all the chances to win this easily. Yeah, Ozzy, how do you see the game going home in? You know what, Martin, I just, I've got my, my notes for the show today. Early goal is crucial. I expect us to go all out. I think we'll seek revenge on these these guys, to be honest. Yeah. There's a few things that come into play in this for me. Because um, I think, sure, if we get an early goal against them, Sean Dice will just throw the game. I don't I don't mean as in throw the game, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think he'll tell, it, tell his lads. Because what you got to do is look ahead at their fixtures, right? They've got Nottingham Forest at home. The Sunday after, so that's a that's a winnable game for them. 
and then they've got Brentford at home after that. And I think like, they look at probably look at these fixtures and thinking, you know, what if we if we go one 0 down to Arsenal, we'll, we'll reserve our energy for the Forest game at, at the weekend because that's a big, that's yeah. a big, big, big game for them. Um, and then and then and then after that, but after they've got not Forest and Brentford after that, they're playing they're playing Chelsea, Tottenham, Man United. So they need to they need to pick up some points in the next couple of games before they go on that run. So um, yeah, I think I think Sean Dice will try and set out to frustrate us. He always does. He always will try. But I think that early goal yeah. is crucial. I think if we score early, I think we score in the first half an hour. I reckon three 0 to Arsenal, and I generally believe that. Um, yeah. But the longer the game goes on the more chance they've got of nicking one from a set piece, which is exactly what they did at Goodison. So, um, yeah, um, they've had a bit of an up and down. Um, they should they should have been looking at that bit of game. I can't see, you know, it's a big game for them at the weekend. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I think we've just got to look at where they're at. Um, their next two games are winnable, um, you know. Um, so, uh, their next two games after after Arsenal are winnable. So, whether they're looking at that, I don't know. I think, I'll say, that crucial early goal. For us because I think they're fighting to get back at it. Um, but yeah, I think they'll try and frustrate us. But I do think we'll get an early goal. And I think we'll, we'll I expect us to go all out on these in the first half an hour. I expect us to, yeah. you know, we have started other games this season just to throw ourselves at them um, and then get that early goal. And I think we'll be all right. But yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm down there on Wednesday. So um, so if you don't get a, a, a channel thrown it. I'll just do a FaceTime or something one of you guys and <laughs> stream in front of me. Well, I'll give you updates on what's that. Obviously, obviously we, I won't I won't do that because I'd leave a season ticket probably but but yeah um <laughs> I'll WhatsApp you updates if you don't if you don't get a link but I'm sure you will. Yeah, but yeah no, okay. no free new Arsenal um I'm gonna go positive on this one and um yeah. Stuff yeah yeah I'd like to be on the highlight Sky Sports at ten o'clock. Now, uh, now, um, to be some sort of link out there, anyway. Yeah, um, I'm sure there has to be a. That's yeah, it's a big one though. It's for 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 us, big one in that game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And just coming to where Marshall is, uh, now Mansi, uh, Bournemouth right. at home then the Saturday. Yeah. Another um, big one. I mean, sporting list. Yeah. Spin is away, isn't it? That fourth leg. That's right. The first leg is away, yeah. So my, my flights are booked. Um, I'm going over for that game. I just haven't got a ticket yet. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure we will try to figure out how to get one. I'm sure you can sit with the home fans. <laughs> yeah, no, like I, I was able. To, I would have been able to get one for 50, 50 euro. Uh, sitting in one of the sectors with the home fans, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm waiting to see what's happening next week uh, if we can get that. There's two and a half thousand tickets going for Arsenal fans, like so. We'll see, like you know, like how many of them are traveling to to Portugal. Well, good luck with that, mate. I yeah, get one, mate. I only found out I didn't even know Hector Bannon was playing for Lisbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it'd be an, it'd be an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, like he, yeah, I think, but he went from Barcelona to to Sporting, eh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. An interesting one that one, yeah. yeah. Um, then it's Fulham on the eleventh. Uh, that's a Sunday, two o'clock kickoff. Uh, Sporting Lisbon the sixteenth, uh, eight o'clock, and then the last game before the international break, Crystal Palace. Yeah. Uh, two o'clock at home. Um, I'm not too sure if that's on. 
the telly at the moment. Hopefully Sky get that one as part of the Sunday games. Yeah. Um so diff- it's tricky enough games there in March, lads, isn't there? Especially Fulham away would stick out for me. Maybe even yeah. Palace at home, because Vieira has them grinding out a lot of draws lately, so that won't be a an easy game as well. Yeah. Oh guys, can we just keep it too? Um, like we need to look at one week at a time, you know? Exactly. Um so we play everything see... we play everything on Wednesday night. Let's let's focus on that. And um you know, I think yeah, that's, that's been the mantra from the team. I, I don't I, I don't think we can keep kind of going with it. And, and then it's that game and that game. You know, I think I think keep the ground that you're saying and Leicester, we, we, we kind of reset <laughs> and let's level just, heads. Yeah, let's just keep level heads, you know. Um um, in terms of the Europa League last 16 draw, lads, uh, we all know we're playing sport in Lisbon. Uh, the fourth leg is March the 9th away, and then, of course, the home leg is the 16th. Um, how do you see it going, Eamon? Sure. I thought the Europa League was part of the, the sister show. That's a double standard. That's why I have to travel to know, I mean, to get the What are we at here? Like, I'm, you know? the gaff, I'm the gaffer here. Okay. I'm, I'm, not contracted, <laughs> I'm not contracted to talk about your open league on this uh, show. So. I know, I like, know I you're the gaffer, Jonathan, but don't bite off I'll, more than you. <laughs> I'll be drafting in uh, Daddy Ozzy for next week. <laughs> talk about the 70s. Talk about the 70s. Oh, can you God. see? Can you see briefly, lads? Just getting through that, okay? It's more than this one. It's not easy, is it? It's not. It's not, it's not an easy fixture. I um, shouldn't be at this stage, should they? So, yeah. so no, yeah. it's, a, it's a tricky. It's a tricky tie, isn't it? It depends. It depends how, how serious we are about winning it or where we are in the league. Yeah, I guess it's a it's a tricky tie, Carl. But we're better than them. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I can, see, can only see it's getting through. Yeah. Um, there is no easy games now, you know, when you reach that side of the competition, there is, you know, yeah. you have to take, you have to respect every opponent, you know, and go out professionally and do your job, yeah. Um, They're there for a reason, aren't they? Yeah. Hector Bannon probably scored a hat-trick now. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I put a bet on that that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and as Martin says that, I'd be putting a hundred euro on. <laughs> Martin get, bags himself a ticket. <laughs> Um, player of the month, lads, for February. I'll be going for um, Gabrielle Martin, anyway. Myself, uh, Ozzy, your show for player of the month. I'm gonna go for, and it's quite fitting, this really Zinchenko, yeah. because I think consistently over the month he has been one of our better players, and yeah, and I think, um, I know Amy's already touched it. In fact, he was captain at the weekend, I just those were class and class and all. Um, but but but, but so. I generally think um, I'm not just saying it's due to the anniversary of the invasion, but Zinchenko has been my player of the month um, just because his consistency um, over the games. In the games we have won and needed a leader, he showed up. So yeah, you. his goal, his goal against Villa, I didn't notice was his fourth Premier League goal ever. <laughs> I thought he'd score one or two for City, but he didn't. That was his fourth goal, and yeah, smart. Um, yeah. It's just his consistency this season, though, has been brilliant. I think he stepped up a level even from his city days. You know, I'm seeing as Martin even, says, he's all around the pitch now. Yeah. 
yeah, the Brentford game, he was fantastic. I thought, I thought Man City game, he played really well. Um, yeah. And and the Hartley showed in the Villa game. Um, yeah, just you know, just being there for your players as well. You know, I think it's fantastic, fantastic, consistent month for Zinchenko. So yeah. Yeah. Aim in your player of the month for February. Yeah, Vlahovic. <laughs> <laughs> Not Madrid. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something. <laughs> I'm going to do something totally unorthodox and different here, and I'm going to give the player of the month to Benjamin Moore. And I'll tell you why. Went through an awful dip in form. Obviously, there was something seriously, seriously wrong, yeah. and he's turned his form yeah. around. He, again, he was outstanding on Saturday <laughs> and outstanding in the last game as well. So I'm going to give it to Ben White because I love I love the steel that that guy has. He has a wall of steel. And I think for him to be jettisoned from the World Cup squad or to leave the World Cup squad, that wasn't because he fell out with a coach. That was a big, big issue. And for him to be back playing the way he's playing now in the last couple of games, I'm going to say hats off, you know? Yeah, between holding goalkeepers' hands and the sun beds, he's come a long way. I'll tell you what. That chant was ringing out constantly at the game. So, the fans are no more... What I'm saying is that chant was ringing out constantly through the game. The fans are no mugs. They see what they get with him, you know? Yeah. And there's yeah. a bit of a fighter in him there as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, Martin, your um, player of the month for February? Player of the month, like, for February, I actually give it to Odegaard because the one reason, like, he's just such a great captain. Um, and, and even, like, um, I heard the interview yesterday that Odegaard kind of came up with, you know, talking to the team, you know, to give it to Sinchenko, you know? And that just makes the... I think that makes what Arsenal is making tick at the moment. Um, even like, you know, in the Man City game, you know, when Tommy Asso had that goal and he went in and put up his chin, you know, and he's getting in the Brentford game. He's the one who puts the the, 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 the fans up. So for me, he's just like an outstanding player. Like, and, and he didn't score maybe many goals this, this month, but he's just like uh, such a leader, which we, we needed so, so for such a long time. And yeah, for me, Odegaard is like all the other ones you just mentioned, like, you know, is exactly the same. Like, you know, it, and again, it's very tough to to choose from but for me it's all good yeah he's had a good month his creativity as well yeah. Oh, um, yeah he does a lot of things that go unnoticed as well yeah um goal of the month um start with ozzy your goal of the month for february i'm going to emilio martinez for his cracking <laughs> winner against <Villa. laughs> Oh, you so frustrating ozzy you stole my thunder <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, no, no, Martinez, yeah, that is cracking header um, from six yards out. So good lad. Uh, uh, yeah. the sorry, sorry, Amy. <laughs> Great vibes. It's, all that, right? um, yeah. it's an extra shift in the knicker factory for you, Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> you and Daddy Ozzy start making comparison uh... towns. Um, Aiming your. Um, <laughs> goal of the month part two. <laughs> well, well, I was going to go with that goal because because it hit Martinez's head. Um, yeah. I, 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 and by the way, it was an exceptional strike from Jorginho to control the ball the way he did. Yeah. Right, but yeah. I, my 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 plan B because I figured Ozzy would have me sussed, you know. Um, <laughs> my my plan B was actually 
The equaliser we got in that game from Bukayo Saka. I'm telling you now, the speed that he hit that ball in real time, it was whoa. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a wildcat outside. I brought him in to look at the replay. <laughs> have a look at have a look at this, you. And apart from food, this is the quickest you'll ever see. Like it was now it was it was a brilliant strike. Absolutely brilliant strike. It looks easy enough, but the power that he hit that at, it, and yeah. it was almost as if he hit it with an anger because he was being kicked all over the park. He just hit that angry. And so, you know, my my my, my just for the show, um, not to I'll do the same thing. I'm going with Bukayo Saka uh, against Aston Villa, you know? Yeah, I'd only give my own to um, Leandro Trossard against Brentford. It's really, <laughs> really, really well taken goal. Um, yeah. Uh, Martin York called it a month for February. Yeah, like the same as, as, as the rest <laughs> of you guys. Like, you know, Martinez, like, you know, hit the eye on the ball and everything was just brilliant. And it took him, it took 10 years to, you know, to score for Arsenal. But yeah, <laughs> so have, yeah. Can we have a still, is that? The still of him heading in it as our show picture. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> we have, right. I have to find that and put it on because it's just like, it's the, the sheer dummy, like if it, it looks like a flying header, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> like Van Persie in the World Cup, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's definitely one of the, the better goals. But yeah, like, on the other side, like Saka's goal, you know, the equaliser. But even then, Sinchenko's goal, I think that was just like a cracker, you know, like and, and, and such an important goal. And unfortunately, we didn't have that many goals in, in, in February to actually, you know, choose from. So, yeah, like for me, Martinez, but like then in the end, I give it to Sinchenko. Yeah, but you're right, though, Martin. Like in terms of... Sorry, Jonathan. In terms of importance, the Zinchenko yeah. strike changed everything in that game. Everything, yeah. yeah. On the air as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the next goal was the big one, wasn't it? And we got that goal, yeah. Um, exactly. I thought as well, yesterday's goal, the importance of it, Martinetti's winner, that could really prove vital come the end of the season as well. The, goal, the goalkeeper went down like you, Jonathan. <laughs> like a true pro. <laughs> he went down like, as Johnny Giles would say, the, the other Johnny Giles, he went down like a roller lino. <laughs> I hope you're not referring to our five aside days at the end of the store, Ben. <laughs> yeah, you went down like a credit union loan. Yeah, yeah. He went down like a credit union loan. Yeah. <laughs> Unpaid and never looked back. That's very true. Um, as always, I feel on cloud nine with Eamon's motivational comments. <laughs> I think the best save you made all day was a back pass from me. <laughs> Excuse me, I I kept pressing it up to the least the last minute. <laughs> yeah, um, I I kind I safely put up my gloves after that. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So uh, that's fair <laughs> and gold of the month. Um, thanks, Ken Burlow. Um, <laughs> uh, just moving on to um the sad passing of um. Uh, BBC uh, legend uh, John Motson, uh, who passed away on Torsley uh, at the age of seventy-seven. Um, Eamon, your um, your thoughts on old Motty? Well, look, during lockdown, um, when we've nothing else to do, I, I start going back to my youth, looking at 
1970s football on YouTube. And John, at that time, would have been only a young commentator, you know? And he, he just, he didn't say too much. That was the thing. He never, he never had kind of comments to make about players or anything like that. It was all about the game. It was everything he said was about the game. Um, and like, to me, the greatest commentator of all time was Kenneth Wilsonholm, you know? Yeah. Um, Radford to George, he's done it. You know, <laughs> we can all see the bloody game. We don't, we don't, we don't need, we don't need commentators given their, their viewpoint on, you know, life in general. But Motty was like that. He, I think he learned from Kenneth Wilsonholm. He said that himself, you know, that he was minimalist and he was, it, it's, just, it's just such a sad part of my life that, you know, 50 odd years of watching football, that that voice is gone, you know, and uh, I don't know, hats off. He, he, it was just everything, you, everything about 70s, 80s, 90s football was John Monson, you know? I think Very sad. The piece of commentary I remember, Eamon, was the 2002 World Cup when Robbie Keane scored the equalizer against Germany. And he did yeah. one of the ones, just look at these scenes, you know, just look at, yeah. you know, yeah. just scenes, yeah. Um, uh, I know at the start of last week, uh, Dickie Davis passed away as well. Another uh, icon. Um, in your uh, thoughts on Motti? I've just given you them. <laughs> no, uh, oh, sorry, Ozzy. Ozzy, your thoughts yeah. on Motti. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of that sheepskin hat, uh, Ozzy. <laughs> Um, look, he's, an absolute, he's actually a legend. Like you know, I grew up listening, <laughs> grew up listening to Marty and and Eamon. There you go. Who, who are we talking about? Right, um, Marty. Right, no, he's um, yeah, absolute legend. I grew up, you know, I think he done all the FIFA games as well, didn't he? So I was a bit of a gamer yeah. as well. So, um, you know, for some of my best moments for me, it's gonna hate us on this show, but England matches, you know, I remember like the five-one Germany win and stuff like that. You know, it makes a three-line song and backdrop. Proper, 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 yeah. Um, and you know, yeah, just yeah, just grew, grew up listening to him, you know, and and it will it won't be the same without without him, you know. It's, it's um, yeah, it's fantastic. I'm really looking forward to watching that documentary that you suggested as well. That's something yeah. that was on. So that's that's going to be fantastic yeah. because. What, what I liked about him as well, like obviously there's plenty of times where I've called him into the studio and he's, he's he's given some really insightful stuff as well, like, you know, not just yeah. his commentary, but I've seen some great, um, great, great, like, you know, where he's been pulled into the studio. I think he's great. He's just fantastic. He's just a legend. He, uh, you know, he, he, he warrants that word, doesn't he? Um, so, 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 yeah. Game, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. so, no, very sad, very sad moment for football. The fourth game, he commentated almost against Crystal Palace, and his last game was Crystal Palace as well. Wasn't and he had a spot yeah. from yesterday with his mic on it, uh, John Matson. Yeah. And then, you know, I thought it was a nice touch from Crystal Palace yeah. yesterday. Um, his knowledge in football, I, I, can, I can try and sum it up in, in one line if I can, if I may, yeah. you know, because yeah. it was such a part of my youth, you know. Um, football on television without John Matson is like a fillet steak without red wine, yeah. 100%. Well said. Yeah. yeah, well said, yeah. Um, nice Merlot. Nice Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> More Merlot uh, than Martin. Put a sock uh, in it, Merlot. 
Martin, your thoughts on Matty? Would you have known him uh, growing up? Probably. Is it probably safe? Vaguely, like, but like again, like I mean, I'm only I'm only in this country since '97, so like, you yeah. know, I would have heard him on, on on television, but I wouldn't be grown up like the the two other guys did, um, you know. But it, it's it's sad because like there's so many of them, like really iconic voices are dying now. Like for me, yeah. in Formula One, like Mary Walker, like he's, yeah. he died last year, so you know all the old good ones, they're really you know like they're gone now, you know. Um, but yeah, like obviously, if, I would know him from FIFA and then and. and 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 all the commentary, you know, and sometimes you don't re- really realize, you know, like who it is, or I wouldn't have realized because I wouldn't have grown up with them. But yeah, the, obviously now when you hear back, you know, say yeah, you obviously heard that, you know, they're, they're just iconic uh, voices on the television, and it's just yeah, it's like oh, it's sad, like you know that these 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 things are going, you know, and um, but yeah, and I mean, he used to do I'm a bit sure. of commentary uh, on the side in Austria. Did he? Yeah, no, this yeah. game though, did he? He went. He went as an undercover. John Motson Mitchell. <laughs> Are we we have we have our legendary commentators in Austria. Like I can tell you something there about Eddie Finger, like in 1978, like Crackle scored. That being that, you know, like that goes down in my my thing. For like I would have known him, but no, like look that that it's just. And as you rightly said, like you know, years ago when you were listening on the radio, or or you know, we didn't have that kind of luxury what we have now that we can every watch every single game like you know it's just something different you know and and uh, that's just uh, it's a lost art really you know yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah like, they getting less and less and less you know uh Bobby Robson would have been 90 as well this week so he was another legend of games yeah, yeah. yeah. sad uh, all these generations are in the past yeah uh, so uh, that's our tribute, John Watson, 1945 to 2023. Uh, our thoughts with his family and all. Another legend, sadly gone, but not forgotten. Um, John Watson, the man behind the sheepskin, BBC One, 10 past 11 tonight, three after match of the day. Two, um, if match of the day is listening, if you could like and subscribe and put a donation just for that. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a little under the video, just, just click on that, you know, like. Before we go, because um, if we don't go soon, we will we miss the bloody John Watson documentary. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to the match of the day too, um, to see um, how well Mudrick did today. Yeah, 009 now. <laughs> I have to say, yeah. I was going to say that Mudrick and Felix, I'm glad we didn't go over them. That's my opinion. And you know, I'm really glad. Uh, let, let me just Obama pick up that Yang WhatsApp is... message. What you said to me about when we didn't sign him? <laughs> you, you just, just <laughs> did, you, did you say I that, like Martin? Say, Martin, yeah. Martin. Um, don't, don't, <laughs> never out the host live. You know what I mean? Uh, th- this is Martin's last show. <laughs> Beyond the last man. Oh, yeah, Martin. <laughs> Beyond the P forty five. Jonathan, if I were you, I'd give Martin a P45 for that comment. (laughs) I take all criticism on my shoulders. This is the stresses of being a host on such a great show. (laughs) Uh, May I add, in a couple of weeks' time, our show is heading to our second anniversary, two years on the go. So we're onwards and onwards. Yeah, I know... uh, Martin show Martin be having a show on Thursday for the women's Super League, so I'm looking forward to that as well, Martin. Yeah, uh, and we'd also have one for the Everton 
review and Bournemouth preview. Is there anything uh, as football related lads you like to yeah, mention? I just, I just want to say to Martin, Martin, Martin on the show, don't forget now to reclaim the Europa League. It's your turf, yeah. son. You know, it's your <laughs> turf. <laughs> that's I what I said. That's why I have, I have to go to Portugal. You need to do live commentary. I know, oh, live commentary. That's cheap. It's cheap. It's cheap. Can't go. Has to go all the way. Just to reclaim the Europa League from this. <laughs> At this rate, oh, okay. what's the amount of P45s I'll be handing out? I'll be doing the solo with Daddy Ozzy. <laughs> Reminiscing oh, about the seventies. <laughs> um, Daddy Ozzy, are you listening? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Before we go, let's give uh, JoeSarcel uh, a check out as well. Really good yeah. content daily. Uh, Pat McLaughlin, uh, shout out to you. Uh, thanks for um tweeting us and getting us um the amount of views because without you, it wouldn't really be anywhere near the amount of views that we've got. So thanks very much. Uh, thanks to Martin, Ozzy and Eamon for your contributions tonight. Uh, we'll be back Thursday, so until then, uh, talk to you and have a good few days. Thanks, lads. Right. Come on, you See you later, lads. Right. Bye. Thank no. you. Bye. Bye. All right, I've done P45s now.